Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I want to uh, kind of uh, extend the last episode that I did. My last episode was on mental health. Get help. It's real. But this episode, I just want to conclude on what the last episode was about. And and uh, even though we went through all that with our son, my mental health, it was. It was kind of raggedy. But after everything was said and done, and I was blessed with private duty nursing 24-7, that, that took a whole lot off of me. And then we were blessed with a Habitat home. So that took a whole, whole, whole lot off of me. After that, I kind of started focusing on me. I got another job. It was part-time. It wasn't full-time. So that took a lot off of me. And then I had surgery on my neck. I had surgery on my neck. I had a hysterectomy. So all that in between of everything that had happened beforehand. But my mental health got better. I was close to my family now. I was able to get help and um, it just got better. Well, what I forgot to say, when all this went down with the nurses and everything, he was in elementary school, first grade. One of the teachers went in with the nurses and and went along with everything they said. She had to be on the stand also in the courtroom. Well, instead of them firing the, the teacher that went, that went along with the nurses, they kicked us out of school rezoned us to another school that was not in our area and we refused to go. So my son had homeschooling up until his senior year in high school. At that point, I did receive a call from our board of education asking if I wanted my son to uh, graduate with his class. And that was nothing but God because they were determined that we're not going to let us back in. But we had some great homeschool teachers that came by, homebound teachers that came by and worked with Emmanuel and went back and told them what all he was doing and what he could do. So they decided to let us go back into the school system. And when I get back, I'm going to let you know what happened. It was all good. We'll be back in a moment. Okay, we're back. So as I was saying, they decided to let us come back and let him finish out his, his 12th grade year with his class. So my prayer all the time was that he would graduate and I would be able to see him graduate before the Lord called him home. He got in school. He was one of the most popular kids in school. I didn't know this. I was a substitute teacher and I had to substitute in his class. Well, of course, he wasn't paying any attention to what was going on because he's looking back at me. But I enjoyed watching what they did in those classes. They are the blessed classes. They are very good, very good. So if you have a special needs child, please try to get them enrolled in the CDC classes at the local elementary and high schools. So while we're, you know, in school and everything, I'm, you know, substituting and, and, and doing all this with the, with the school. He was involved with the Special Olympics that they had every year. 
He won medals. His his nurses, bless their heart, they had to run with the wheelchair and and they had to do all kind of stuff, but they did it. They did it and they did not complain. Uh, they had to go to school with him every day. Whoever was the day nurse had to go to school with him. And they were his assistants. Instead of having an assistant from the school, his private duty nurses were the assistants. So they had a chance to go in and actually see what he was doing as well. Mind you, he couldn't talk, walk, eat, or anything. But when it came time for him to get up and go to school every morning, he was just like any other child. He did not want to go. You should have seen the look on his face when we said, Emmanuel, it's time to go to school. Was not pretty. He rode the bus. The first day he got on that bus, it was just like, it was something else. I had my ex over here. His daddy was here with us when we first put him on that bus and his little sister. And it was something to see. But God knew exactly what needed to be done. So while he's in school and everything, Prom comes up. So I'm thinking, do I want to either try to go to the prom or what, you know? So I thought, yeah, we're going we gonna to take him to the prom. That'll be good for him because he loved being around other kids anyway. So we got him dressed. He had a hat on. He had a, a vest with some slacks and some shiny um, shoes, Stacy Adams. He was all dressed up, ready for prom. And, uh... We get to the prom, and he goes in, and the first thing he did, all these little girls started coming up around him, talking to him and everything, because a lot of those kids, they were aides in the, in the CDC classes, so they all knew him. The little girls come talking and everything. Next day, I knew he's laughing. I look around. He's got a handful of dresses, the little girls' dresses, and the little dates with the little girls was looking at me like, He's got my day's dress. It was so funny. It was so funny to watch. It was so funny to see him laugh. But I told him, son, you finna get us in trouble. You gonna grab these little boys' day's dresses and they gonna get on me. So after the prom, we went home. He had a blessed time. And the school was so good to us every year at Christmas time. They would have this program where they would pick a family and they would choose from the names and they wouldn't know who it was until they looked at the little paper. They would go out and buy gifts. And I mean, they bought my son the best clothes, tennis shoes. They bought him a whole lot of stuff. And I'm so thankful and grateful that we had a chance to participate in that program. And when I come back, we're going to conclude. This is going to be a short one. We're going to conclude with what happened after prom, leading up to graduation 2014. We'll be back in 30 seconds. And we're back. So we go to the prom and like I said, he had been in and out the hospital during this time as well. Had a good, you know, a real close call, one of the hospital visits, but he came through it. And all I asked the Lord was, would you please allow me to see him graduate? And that's what I wanted, just to see him graduate. Well, 
Sure enough, graduation day came. I order his cap and gown, just like everybody else. We put it on him. We get out there because they're rehearsing. We had to go out there early. We get there, and while we're sitting there waiting on things to start, he's very impatient. So while the ceremony is going to start up, he has kicked his shoes off. He has knocked his hat off. And, of course, his nurse is down there with him. I'm in the crowd in the stands because I want to get good pictures. So the nurse is down there with him. Bless her heart. She had to put his shoes back on. She had to put his hat back on, his cap. But we made it through it. And when he received his little certificate and she rolled him up there to the principal, he shook his hand, held that certificate up, and took a picture. He has a diploma cover just like everybody else. It was so emotional to see him just take a picture. And we took pictures just like everybody else after graduation. The Lord answered my prayers. He allowed me to see him graduate. We went to the prom and had a ball. When Emmanuel passed, it was actually on September the 9th, 2016, which was the high school's homecoming night. It was a Friday. We were planning on taking Emmanuel to homecoming that night. But like I told the nurse that was here, that morning around 5 o'clock, she banged on my door and she was like, he's not breathing. She was doing CPR and everything, but we never did get him back. I walked out of my room at that point. I looked at him and said, he's gone. But that's okay because I had a chance to talk to him alone when the nurses couldn't make it. I had a chance to talk to him alone and just tell him, I know your body is tired. Mama's going to be okay. So if you got to go, you got to go. I always joke, and people probably think I'm kind of silly with this, but I like to joke and remember him in a funny in funny way. And the way I said it, we were going to take him to homecoming, but he decided to go to another home. He decided he wanted to make his homecoming in the heavenly home. I rolled him up in front of church one Sunday and allowed him to become a member of, of the church that I was at at the time. People might think, well, how is he going to be a member? Oh, yeah, because I prayed and I studied and I, and I prayed over my child. So he knew the Lord because he attended church. And when the preacher was up there preaching, he was down there throwing his hands and making his sounds and everything. They called him Deacon E. So I know he knew because I played songs all the time. I was all time reading. But the Lord knew. He took him on homecoming September the 9th, 2016. And from then on, it's been a joyful, joyful time because I know right now he's up there just just dancing and running and, and playing and doing everything that he could not do here on this earth. So after that, they wanted to have a balloon re release at the high school. Come to find out, my son was very popular. I went back to substitute a class after he had passed, and the, the young ladies were asking me who my son was because I was talking about him. When I said Emmanuel Martin, this one young lady just broke down, and she said, Oh, I loved Emmanuel. I just loved Emmanuel. 
So that went to show me that, that he was very popular in school and I didn't have a clue that my son was that popular. But thank God people held on to those kids in that CDC class and treated them like normal children. We went to the balloon release and everything was perfect. We had a chance to talk and thank everybody at the school for working with us. We had a chance to talk and thank his teacher. We had a chance to thank all the staff at the school for doing this balloon release. It was so joyful. And from this day on, that's why I will always remember that no matter what's wrong with your son or your daughter, your special child is very special. Treat them like a normal child and you will see that God will bless you in a mighty way. That he will bless you the whole time your child is here on this earth. And I always had in the back of my mind that he could go anytime because of his condition. But God held him here 20 years. 20 years. And they said that he would not make it but 72 hours. So that shows me that we have a God who knows what he wants and use whoever he wants to use to bring a message to let people know, do not give up. And I just want to thank everybody that uh, who listens to this podcast. I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please share and just um, like it, subscribe to it, follow me, whatever it says. But please do that. But I just wanted to tell you the rest of the story about my son, Emmanuel Martin, and how God used him to reach other kids in the school and to also bring unconditional love wherever he went. We thank you. We thank you. And we always want to leave with a prayer. And Lord, we ask that you just watch over each and every person who's listened to this podcast. May they get something from it that will help them or help someone else that they know that needs to hear what is said. Lord, we ask that you just make it go all over the world, Lord, and to to just give people hope that when they have special children, not to give up on them, that they can do more than the doctors say because you are the doctor. You are the main doctor. And if they keep their hands in your hands, They will make everything just right. In your name, we do pray and we thank you, Lord. Amen.